Letter sixty nine of Evelina. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Clett. Evelina by Fanny Burney. Letter sixty nine. Evelina in continuation. September thirtieth. Oh, sir, what a strange incident have I to recite! What a field of conjecture to open! Yesterday evening we all went to an assembly. Lord Orville presented tickets to the whole family, and did me the honour, to the no small surprise of all here, I believe, to dance with me. But every day abounds in fresh instances of his condescending politeness, and he now takes every opportunity of calling me his friend and his sister. Lord Merton offered a ticket to Lady Louisa but she was so much incensed against him, that she refused it with the utmost disdain. Neither could he prevail upon her to dance with him. She sat still the whole evening, and deigned not to look at or speak to him. To me her behaviour is almost the same, for she is cold, distant, and haughty, and her eyes express the greatest contempt. But for Lord Orville, how miserable would my residence here make me! We were joined in the ballroom by Mr. Coverley, Mr. Lovell, and Lord Merton, who looked as if he was doing penance, and sat all the evening next to Lady Louisa, vainly endeavouring to appease her anger. Lord Orville began the minuets. He danced with a young lady who seemed to engage the general attention, as she had not been seen here before. She is pretty, and looks mild and good-humoured. "'Pray, Mr. Lovell,' said Lady Louisa, "'who is that?' "'Miss Belmont.' answered he, the young heiress, she came to the wells yesterday." Struck with the name, I involuntarily repeated it, but nobody heard me. "'What is her family?' said Mrs. Beaumont. "'Have you not heard of her, ma'am?' cried he. "'She is the only daughter and heiress of Sir John Belmont.' "'Good heaven! How did I start? The name struck my ear like a thunderbolt! Mrs. Selwyn, who immediately looked at me, said, "'Be calm, my dear, and we will learn the truth of all this.' Till then I had never imagined her to be acquainted with my story, but she has since told me that she knew my unhappy mother, and was well informed of the whole affair. She asked Mr. Lovell a multitude of questions, and I gathered from his answers that this young lady was just come from abroad with Sir John Belmont, who was now in London, and that she was under the care of his sister, Mrs. Patterson, and that she would inherit a considerable estate. I cannot express the strange feelings with which I was agitated during this recital. What, my dearest sir, can it possibly mean? Did you ever hear of any after-marriage? Or must I suppose that, while the lawful child is rejected, another is adopted? I know not what to think. I am bewildered with the contrariety of ideas." When we came home, Mrs. Selwyn passed more than an hour in my room conversing upon this subject. She says that I ought instantly to go to town, find out my father, and have the affair cleared up. She assures me I have too strong a resemblance to my dear, though unknown, mother, to allow of the least hesitation in my being owned, when once I am seen. For my part, I have no wish but to act by your direction. I cannot give any account of the evening. So disturbed, so occupied am I by this subject, that I can think of no other. I have entreated Mrs. Selwyn to observe the strictest secrecy, and she has promised that she will. Indeed, she has too much sense to be idly communicative. Lord Orville took notice of my being absent and silent, but I ventured not to entrust him with the cause. Fortunately, he was not of the party at the time Mr. Lovell made the discovery. 
Mrs. Selwyn says that if you approve my going to town, she will herself accompany me. I had a thousand times rather ask the protection of Mrs. Mervyn, but after this offer that will not be possible. Adieu, my dearest sir, I am sure you will write immediately, and I shall be all impatience till your letter arrives. End of letter sixty nine.